We are passionately pumping. We begin to look forward, work together to create a Portsmouth football club that we can all be proud to be associated with. Pure, unadulterated pumping. It's a massive club, it's a massive opportunity for me. I know this atmosphere is special. I can't wait to see a full house and it rocking. Action and reaction. This is a huge football club. We're here to be hopefully successful. The infrastructure is changing. So really we want to start pushing forward and making Portsmouth a real force. Giving Pompey fans a voice. It's a club with a rich tradition, a rich heritage, but one that has an excellent relationship with its supporters. This is the Football Hour. The one team that stands out that's historic, that's had great success, that has a fan base that is amazingly passionate, is Portsmouth. Six of the best for the Blues. Harness, there's the goal, and Hurst has scored! Harness is in! Shot from Harness, goal from Harness! Hackett is going to take it and send it straight into the wall and have a second go and put it in the back of the net. And that's the cherry on the top. Lovely from Jacobs, across the face of goal and in! Pompey have won it in stoppage time! Danny Cowley will be hoping to make it seven wins on the bounce when his side take on Harrogate Town in the FA Cup tomorrow afternoon. On tonight's show, I'll be welcoming on two more Pompey fans to preview this weekend's action and we'll also hear from the gaffer who weighs up whether or not to make changes to his squad with a midweek league match right around the corner. Well, it's a very little squad rotation because we haven't got any players, so we're really down to bare bones in terms of injuries. But like we've said in recent weeks, we're looking to find the solutions, not the excuses. We also want to hear from you back home tonight between now and 7 o'clock. Given the options available, would you make any changes to Pompey's starting 11 tomorrow? How long will this run go on for? And what do you think the score will be at Fratton Park? Welcome to Friday night. Welcome to the Football Hour. This is the Football Hour 93.7 Express FM. A very good evening and welcome along to the Football Hour here on Express FM, driven to you this season by Stagecoach Across the South. Avoid the fuss of waiting for a bus and check out their timetables before you travel, which you can find over at stagecoachbus.com. On the way tonight, the three of us here in the studio will be looking ahead to Pompey's latest challenge. It's the return of the greatest competition in the world this weekend. The Blues play host to Harrogate Town at Fratton Park for a three o'clock kickoff in the FA Cup tomorrow afternoon. Much like always, we are looking forward to hearing from you back home as well, Pompey fans. Get involved all the usual ways. It's 81400 on the text, starting your messages with the word express. You can email Pompey at expressfm.com, include at expressfm on Twitter or find us over at facebook.com forward slash Pompey Live. However, before we come on to preview this weekend's FA Cup action, we begin by quickly discussing what happened last time out for Danny Carley's side. A trip to Kent was on the menu last Saturday as the Blues sought to record a ninth match without defeat whilst also chasing a sixth consecutive victory. Everything we do is passionately pumping. A wonderful goal! Every second of the action is right here. Shoot and scores! 90 minutes of passionately pumping commentary. He this is... Live. Shaking hands in the middle, doing the coin toss. Ronan Curtis, Danny Cowley's choice as captain today without Clark Robertson, Lee Brown or Sean Raggett. We'll see Portsmouth going from right to left as we get things underway. As Gillingham go forward, Sean Williams and the ball plays it. The ball is loose in midfield. That's a bad touch from O'Keefe and it goes out of play for a Portsmouth run halfway. Just down on the left-hand side inside their own heart. As Bazunu is all in great and he clears it long. That's a terrible header at the back and Hurst has hit the ball. 
he's so unlucky. Ball is still loose. Gillingham is surely going to get it clear. And Hurst taking advantage of a terrible bit of defending. Inches away from giving Portsmouth the lead 0-0. Ball played down the touchline. Morel in field looking for Harness. Can Harness get there? No. Tucker was quick. Oh, and Ogilvy's been turned by Akindi. And Akindi could be thrown goal here. Akindi is thrown goal. And he side foot backs it, it straight to Bazunu. What a tame shot from a great position, 0-0. And Gillingham have it. And Amos going to go long. He's going to look for Akindi and he might find Akindi. It's maybe a yard too far. Oh, Akindi and Bazunu have collided. And no penalty is the decision by the referee. Into the final five minutes, 0-0. Bazunu clears long into the night sky over halfway Harrison is battling with Amer referee says there's no foul there it's loose uh, can Pompey get on it and stab clear oh that's an error and Jacobs has it outside the area unbelievably the referee has then wow. decided to stop play and go and see Amer and Nicky and Danny Cowley cannot believe it just as Pompey have the ball outside the penalty area now obviously play has stopped as the ball's put in the back of the net but that is a huge decision by the referee because he didn't stop it initially. No. And then he stops playing. Romeo goes short and Curtis back to goal, lays it off to Romeo. Romeo just standing up to the far post. Oh, will be the target. It's loose in a six-yard box. Still there, Gillingham hacking away. What a chance for Ogilvy against this former club. Oh, it's thrown into the error to Jacobs from the dead ball line. Lovely from Jacobs. Across the face of goal and in! It's going to go down as an own goal. But Pompey have won it in stoppage time. Portsmouth have won six games in a row. They've beaten Gillingham thanks to Jack, Jack Tucker's own goal in stoppage time. It's hugs all round for Michael Jacobs, whose brilliant skill made it. Pompey have won. Every second of the action is right here. This is 93.7 Express FM. Pompey live. The highlights there of last Saturday's 1-0 victory over Gillingham, where Pompey made it nine games unbeaten in all competitions and six victories in a row. That win for Pompey last Saturday at Priestfield keeps them in ninth place in the League One table. However, now just two points off those playoff positions. Joining me in the studio for this evening's show here on the Football Hour, delighted to welcome back onto the show Sam Carter. Sam, great to have you on board as ever, mate. Thanks, Jake. It's always a pleasure. And uh, making his Football Hour debut tonight, I'm delighted to welcome on all the way from Ireland, uh, Robbie Fahi. Robbie, fantastic to welcome you onto the show, my friend. Yeah, it's good to be on, uh, lads, as you say, all the way from Ireland. Uh, long-time listener, first-time contributor, so uh, delighted to see what we can get through in the next hour. Mm. And just speaking to you before the show, Robbie, uh, something interesting you were you were talking about uh, your time in the, the youth setup or the reserve setup, sorry, at Sligo Rovers when a certain former Blues manager was in charge of the club at the time. Talk us through that one. Yeah, indeed, it was uh, one of the links that ended up uh, coming between myself and Portsmouth. So Paul Cook was obviously in charge of Sligo Rovers for a number of years and brought us great success. Sligo being my hometown club, and I was in the reserve team at the time there when Cookie was in. Charge. He was obviously very active around the training ground. He used to come down and watch our reserve games, a uh, cup of coffee in hand and bark out a few instructions, especially when 
you know, a lot of the first teamers would drop down and you know play a few games to get their fitness back and what have you. The likes of Daryl Horgan, people might know now at Wickham, played a good few games with Daryl. But uh, yeah, Cookie, agnomatic uh, as ever. Like, and it was just great when he got the, the move over to Pompey. I sent him a quick text and just said, Paul, any chance of a, a trial? He kind of laughed it <laughs> off and said, you know, next time you're over to a game, we might get you in around and see what you can do. But uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a great link to have with the club. Oh, how different things could be. We could have Robbie Fahey leading the Blues forward line right now. Wouldn't that be <laughs> phenomenal? Um, right, let's let's get straight into the thick of the conversation then, uh, Sam. We're not going to review last Saturday's victory over Gillingham too much detail because, of course, we had uh, Monday's football hour to do that. But we will reference it tonight because what a run Pompey have been on yeah. recently. Nine games unbeaten, six wins in a row in all competitions, ninth from the table. As I mentioned before, two points off those playoff positions and only six points off the top two. So uh, yeah. you're kind of laughing right now if you're a Pompey fan. Football is a funny old game, isn't it? You li- literally give it two months and the whole season can, outlook can be turned on its head. I mean, yeah, we're now talking about really how we should be fighting for that playoff spot coming into Christmas. So, uh, yeah, it's it's obviously a much, much better atmosphere around the club. And, and you've got to give the fans that have been going to these away games, these tough away games lately, credit. And you've seen how the atmosphere has been amazing and how that's really changed. And, and you see the videos after the game of, of, of the players and the fans. And, th- and there really is a, a lot of spirit now, which which maybe we didn't see at the start. And, and, and maybe that is a case of the team gelling a bit more after after a bit of a, you know, upheaval this summer. And it's it's just really good to see, and it really, really, hopefully, a positive winter period ahead. Yeah, and uh, one of the influential players of, of recent weeks, Robbie, has been Michael Jacobs, who back in the summer transfer window, speaking to uh, Ian James uh, a few hours ago, previewing tonight's show, and you know Michael Jacobs looked to be one of the players who had been outcasted, maybe by you know the managerial team coming in, maybe he was off to Ipswich. That deal fell through. We all know the saga that happened. Um, on deadline day back in August but now he's found his feet again he's been training he's worked hard to get himself back into this Pompey side and full credit to him because he is giving his absolute all and that is you know really reflecting on what we're seeing in terms of his performances on the pitch notably last weekend at Gillingham coming off a bench to well I say not score the goal he has this week been credited with the goal yeah and I was delighted for him to be to be credited with the goal in the end because it was like typified Jacobs from what I've seen of him as a player like you know all industry and that little bit of flair and creativity that maybe we've been missing at different stages of the season but he's almost like another new signing like so I think he's played seven games roughly so far this season and even started once and with that goal he's technically from a statistical point of view one of our most productive productive players for the amount of time that he's spent on the pitch and like you've said there the recent run that we've been on I think it is nine unbeaten now it has the hallmarks of a team that's just kind of found its feet, especially after that dismal night that we'll all remember against Ipswich in, in Fratton Park. Like, and just I remember thinking after that game, like, you know, where are we going from here? How do we pick up the players? Uh, and where does uh, Danny Cowley take us? But credit to everyone, the players, the backroom staff and the fans for sticking with them as well. They've really turned it around over the last couple of weeks. And hopefully now this is the push on over Christmas for a playoff run that maybe the time of year, the last couple of years that's let us down can be the game changer for us this season. Yeah, and also in conversation with Ian uh, earlier this afternoon, Sam, we were talking about how Pompey's run of form has come at probably a decent time for the Blues in terms of the fact you've got teams such as Charlton, Lincoln, who, you know, like Pompey, had a bit of a, a difficult start to, to life in League One this season. Lincoln's still struggling at the wrong end of the table. table. Charlton picks up a bit of form now, but in terms of you know, at the time when Pompey had gone, what, nearly two months without a victory in all competitions, they kind of had to come to a point where you thought, 
we don't start picking up wins soon, we're going to get dragged further and further yeah. closer to the you know the dreaded relegation battle. And and you know like Robbie said there, full credit to the team, full credit to Danny Cowley because he's turned things around. And now all of a sudden we find ourselves, well, hopefully uh, as promotion contained contenders again. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, six points off the top. It just emphasises how close that gap is up up there this season. And and when you look at some of the teams in this league this year, obviously with Sheffield Wednesday coming down, there are a lot of big sides in League One this year, and with a lot of um, heritage in there. So, yeah, it's it's always important to have your run of form. Everyone's going to have a run of form at some point in the season, but to go this far into into a run of form is is really promising, um, especially after the start we've had. Um, Obviously, we're used to kind of the second half of the season traditionally not being as good as the first. So hopefully that kind of shakes things up this year, um, going into Christmas, looking more positive. Um, so, yeah, I, I, you know, it, it's just it's just come at a really, really good time. And, and hopefully we, we can just hit on from from now. Important as well, Robbie, to keep complacent at this time of the season because as much as it's been an, an incredible turnaround for Pompey and Danny Cowley and everyone involved with the football club, we are still only in the first week of December. And if you throw back to last season, Kenny Jackett had the Blues top of the table at Christmas. If you remember that incredible 2-0 victory over Hull City away from home just before Christmas, two own goals in, in the most undeserved win you'll ever see. But, you know... That just goes to show how quickly things can take a drastic turn for the worse after that Christmas period. So, yes, it's great to be sat here talking about nine uh, games without defeat, six wins in a row. And by all means, we're going to take it. And hopefully this is the kind of kickstart of Pompey season we've been hoping for. Got to keep that momentum going through to the end of December, January, February, March. You've got to keep up for a long, long time still. Uh, we really do. Like... As been alluded to there, even going back a couple of years to when we were in League Two and we were trying to make the push to get out of League One, I distinctly remember having emphatic starts to the season where we go on eight, nine game unbeaten runs and then come around Christmas time, whether it was maybe a lack of rotation through the season with Kenny or whether it was just a, that little bit of lack in quality in the squads that got us through to the end of the year, we always just had that drop off. And this busy period in every division in England over Christmas time and into the early January, that's really when teams cement their ambitions for the season, whether that be automatic promotion, the playoff places in this case, or whether you're just going to be one of those teams who's fluctuating around the middle of the table. And like you said there, like you look at the stature of some of the teams that are down in the division at the minute, Wigan, Sunderland, Sheffield Wednesday, ourselves, Ipswich, Charlton, every one of those teams would have started the season with the exact same goal in mind and being in that top six at the very least. So if we can keep this run of form going, we're getting a couple of players back, we can stay injury free. And look, if we just need to find a consistent goal scorer up front this season that we haven't done so far, and all that combined together, I think has all the ingredients for a really strong run the second half of the season. And it seems like Cowley is just seeming to get his best team on the pitch and he might be settling on a formation too, which is very important too. Okay, then away from the uh, positive news, because I think we can all agree it's been way too positive recently, (laughs) Sam, and uh, we've got to have a bit of balance on the show. Unfortunately, there's been some uh, unfortunate circumstances uh, developing in recent weeks in terms of this uh, new COVID variant, which is uh, taking over the world at the moment, this Omricon variant, which uh, some cases have been detected in the southeast of England. And Pompey have uh, put out a statement this week, and just to advise supporters, should new COVID regulations come into force uh, from the UK government. So this is essentially a plan just in case 
new measures and further restrictions are put in place. So uh, a statement from Portsmouth Football Club earlier this week reads this. Uh, Portsmouth Football Club would like to advise supporters on some of the actions that would or might be adopted for football if the government later this winter implements their Plan B measures in England in the continued fight to counter the spread of COVID-19. The new regulations uh, could come into effect at just seven days' notice and would impact any games attracting an attendance of 10,000 or higher. In order to attend games, supporters over the age of 18 and above uh, could be required to show an up-to-date NHS COVID pass, proving they have received both vaccinations. It is not clear whether the checks would be mandatory for every supporter or spot checks on a mandatory minimum number of spectators would be required at this point. The EFL and Premier League are working hard with the government to understand more about how the measures would impact on football. EFL clubs are conscious that these checks, whether mandatory or random, would certainly lead to increased queuing times at turnstiles. The club are already working through and planning a series of contingency measures to minimise disruption on match days, but supporters can also play their part by being personally ready for any potential introduction of COVID Plan B, especially given the measures would be introduced at just seven days' notice. A digital COVID pass can be obtained through the NHS app or there is the option to request an NHS COVID pass letter and you can head over to the portsmouthfc.co.uk website to find out more information on that and to read uh, the full statement uh, in its entirety. Okay then, I will be back with Sam and Robbie after the break and we'll be returning to change the topic of conversation and look forward to Pompey's upcoming FA Cup tie. We'll also be hearing the pre-match thoughts of Danny Cowley, who acknowledges that tomorrow's game will be no walk in the park. A team that epitomises their manager, really humble, really hard-working and a fantastic skill set. And we obviously know some of their players that have come from non-league and know that we will have the very toughest of games come Saturday and we will need to be at our very, very best if we're going to find a way of navigating through this tough fixture and obviously keeping our cut run going. So don't go anywhere and join us again for when the Football Hour returns here on Express FM. This is the Football Hour 93.7 Express FM. Welcome back to the Football Hour here on Express FM, driven to you by Stagecoach across the South. Find out more information by downloading the Stagecoach app from either the Apple app or Google Play Store. Keep getting your text, tweets and emails into us, Pompey fans. All the usual ways, 81400 is our text number. Start those with the word express. You can email Pompey at expressfm.com, include at expressfm on Twitter or visit facebook.com forward slash Pompey live. Before I welcome Sam and Robbie back into the conversation tonight, we're going to remind ourselves of how Pompey made it to the second round of this season's FA Cup. Seventh tier side Harrow Borough made the journey down to Fratton Park on November the 6th for round one of the competition. Everything we do is passionately Pompey. A wonderful goal! Every second of the action is right here. Chilton scores! 90 minutes of passionately Pompey commentary. He scores! This is... You wouldn't believe it! Pompey Live. Concentration and professionalism. That was what Gavin Bazunu said on Thursday was what Pompey needed to ensure they were not victims of an FA Cup giant killing this afternoon. And you have to say, if Pompey come with both of those attributes, given they've gone pretty much full strength, it's really difficult to see any other result than a Portsmouth victory. And here we go. Portsmouth against Harrow Borough, FA Cup, 
first round forward to Morel and now there's space for Portsmouth to break forward and Romeo on the counter-attack into the penalty area Romeo from a tight angle shoot it's loose in the box and Preddy's going to scramble it half away Morel trying to move it over to the right to Romeo who just about keeps it in has got all kinds of space down that touchline can he get the delivery right this time to Hardis there's the goal Hardis sweeps it into the back of the net so much space in the penalty box and Marcus Harness wasn't going to turn down that opportunity from Romeo's cross. It's Portsmouth 1, Harrow Burrell. Oh, a mistake at the back, and Eurington is denied by a brilliant sliding challenge from Bazunu, and Harrow almost gifted an equaliser. Harness to Pompey outside the box, driving into the area to get a shot on goal, across the face of goal, hits the post, and the rebound falls perfectly for Harrow Borough. Romeo edge of the penalty area, shoots for Portsmouth, drills low, and Strzovic fumbles it, but just grabs the ball for it crosses the line, still 1-0. Curtis into the area to hack it. Can he end it here? Trying to pull it back. Harrow with the sliding challenge. Portsmouth get their second corner. He blows the final whistle here at Fratton Park. Portsmouth have beaten Harrow Borough by a goal to nil. I think the positives are that we've we've won the game, we've kept a clean sheet, and that we're in the next round. Every second of the action is right here. This is 93.7 Express FM. Pompey Live. The highlights fair of last month's 1-0 victory over Harrow Borough in the first round of this season's FA Cup. Sam Carter and Robbie Fahey join me for this evening's show. Sam, uh, you do a lot of work with Gosport Borough this season. They're in the same division as uh, Harrow Borough. And we were just discussing off air... Look, just how remarkable it is for a, a side like Haraborough coming down to Fratton Park and you know enjoying that day out, and that is what the FA Cup is all about. Definitely, I mean, it just it just goes to show, doesn't it? You can't underestimate any opponents. The gap between the two sides was um, one of the biggest that Portsmouth's ever had in their history. Uh, well, until obviously, except when they were in those those divisions themselves, yeah. way back when. But um, yeah, it it just goes to show even tomorrow uh, tomorrow's game you can't underestimate a team from the division below because when you we, we only really kind of scrape past Harrow themselves. So yeah, it, it and it goes to show now we've got that almost similar situation with trying to get into the third round where we've got the likes of you know the Premier League big sides there waiting for us in in that draw. So yeah, it, it, it that's why that the magic of the FA Cup is still there. That Harrow had barely. 300, 400 people when, when I went to there the week and a half before and yet they brought over a thousand with mm. them So and, and that's that's what it is it, it brings a small community club like that their big day out and their big adventure so it was, it, I, you know we all love the FA Cup and, and that's why it's, it's magical The winner of tomorrow's game between Pompey and Harrogate Town will be ball number 64 in Monday night's third round draw but you've got to get past Harrogate first uh, Robbie and Pompey know all too well how difficult that is. Only one meeting between the two sides uh, in the entire history of uh, of both clubs. That came two years ago in the first round of the competition. Many Pompey fans will, I wouldn't say fondly, but they will certainly remember that tie. Monday night, Harrogate away on TV. And uh, yeah, floodlight failure. In fact, electrical failure all across the town ensured that kickoff was delayed. I'm pretty sure it was over an hour and I don't think that game finished until near on 11pm. That was the longest journey home I've ever had. But even that one, it was only 2-1 to Pompey. The Blues had to come back from behind. Brandon Houndstrup and Ronan Curtis with incredible goals to, to put Pompey into the second round of the competition. Harrogate Town at the time in the National League. But now they're a League 2 side, Robbie. And they mm. are in contention, possibly, for League One promotion this season. They're certainly knocking on the door of a playoff, so they're not going to be a walk in the park by any stretch of the imagination. 
No, far from it. And when I saw the draw, my first initial thought, like you were saying there, was I hope this game isn't on TV for, for the sake of previous history. But yeah, Harrogate going very well, like seventh in the league. They're a very interesting little club. I was looking into them a little bit. Uh, Simon Weaver, the manager, uh, son of the chairman, uh, Irving Weaver, who like he's been, Simon has been in charge since May 2009. It's his 595th game in charge. Like <laughs> it's a seriously family run club. They're the third best away record in the division behind Swindon and Forest Green. So there's a lot going on there for them. And like looking into a little bit of how they played so far this season, they've used almost exclusively 4-4-2 with a couple of 4-3-3s thrown in. One thing I will say is that 4-2-4-4-2, if they do go with it tomorrow, it'll probably work quite well if we stick with our 3-4-1-2. We played the last day. Luke Armstrong is our main scoring thread. He's got nine already this campaign. He did quite well for Hartlepool. People might remember last season, he scored 13 there. Alexander Pattinson and Jack Muldoon, two other threats to keep an eye out there. They're main assisters and goal scorers uh, through the team. But like you said, you can't underestimate anyone spirit of the cup and when teams are going well in the lower leagues they fancy a crack at a team in a division just above them and if Pompey are just that little 10-15% off their game depending on where Danny wants to go rotating the squad if he decides to do so then they could be in for a very very stiff task it's a long journey down for Harrogate as well five hours I think that's the, the other side to look into it for them but look it'll be pretty predictable for them they've only used 18 players so far this season so Danny will have a fairly good idea of how they're going to set up it's just about putting a plan in place to make sure we're not the victims of another giant cup killing Pompey will be hoping to make it 10 games unbeaten in all competitions, Sam. However, a question I want to ask you. Would you rather lose than draw tomorrow? Because the prospect of Harrogate Town away for an FA Cup replay. Oh, God, even if you don't go to the game, surely that's something you want to try and avoid. Yeah. It's, it's one of those oh. difficult questions, isn't it? Because... You don't want to lose. You don't want to get yourself knocked out of the cup. It's you a want to keep that question, thing going. But yeah. but yeah, no, no, I do know what you mean. You, you don't really want to be having that journey, especially in the, the busy festive period we've already got um, with, again, the Exeter game being postponed again. Yes. So we don't want to add to that another Tuesday night long trip or Wednesday night long trip. So, yeah, uh, you know, you, you don't really want the replay, but you do want to go through to the next round. Mm. And just to reference that uh, extra game, which Sam's just alluded to there. Now, the tie between Pompey and Extra in the round of 32 of this season's EFL trophy was scheduled to be played uh, Tuesday, just gone. However, Exeter f- uh, fielded too many players, uh, or too many substitutions rather, in their FA Cup replay against Bradford City. They won that one 3 0. They had to replay that. That was moved to Tuesday night, which bumped their game with Pompey um, by a-, a week. Uh, that game was then meant to be played on, uh, I believe it was meant to be the 7th, and then they moved it back to the 14th until around about a couple of hours ago, where a statement released by Pompey and Exeter revealed that the game's now been moved to Tuesday the 21st of December. So that game forever being moved. However, I think I know why, Sam. Okay. Because if tomorrow's game is a draw, I think the 14th is actually uh, the day of the replay. I was going to say, or the yeah. scheduled replay. So both the EFL and the FA trying to work out when they can fit these games in. <laughs> but I can hopefully say with full confidence that game between Pompey and Extra and the EFL Trophy will, will be played on Tuesday the 21st of December at St. James's Park. But the draw for the round of 16 is taking place uh, tomorrow. <laughs> Live on Sky Sports from the uh, Coventry Building Society Arena, uh, the round of 16 draw for the Papa John's Trophy uh, will be made tomorrow afternoon. And Pompey will face either Cambridge United, um, Charlton, uh, Chelsea Under-21s, MK Don, Sutton, Colchester 
or the winners of Ipswich and the Arsenal under-21s. I don't know when that's going to be played. Who knows? Don't ask me because they keep moving these games. Um, but yeah, if we can get past Exeter, we will play one of those sides in the round of 16. Anyway, back to what we're here for tonight, the FA Cup. And before I bring Sam and Robbie back into the conversation, we're going to hear now the pre-match thoughts of the Blues head coach, Danny Cowley. He caught up with Ollie Marsh at the training ground yesterday afternoon to discuss tomorrow's FA Cup tie at Fratton Park. Right, well, Danny, let's start on a positive note. How nice of it for Crackers to get awarded the goal from Saturday? Yeah, never in doubt. Um, yeah, no, I was pleased for him. Well deserved. I thought he'd come on, not just a goal, actually. I thought he um, just gave us a little bit of composure. He found the extra pass. And in the lead-up to that goal, maybe the last 15 minutes of that game, I think yeah, Gillian and probably tired, but, but we certainly grew stronger and, and, and had much more control in that period. And, yeah, I was well pleased to see him score. And more delighted to see it actually given to him. And of course, it will be a much different game on Saturday. How much are you looking forward to the visit of Harrogate? Yeah, very much so. FA Cup second round, greatest cup competition in the world. Lots of respect for Harrogate. You know Simon Weaver reasonably well. Done an amazing job there with, with his dad. And obviously, he's the chairman. Come through the divisions, I think two promotions in the last three years. They broke mine and Nicky's heart last summer when they, um, when they beat Concord Rangers in the FA Trophy final at Wembley. We were there to watch that. And yeah, just lots of respect for them as a football club, really. I think a team that epitomises their manager. I think really humble really hard working and a fantastic skill set and uh, we obviously know some of their players that have come from non-league and know that we will have the very toughest of games come Saturday and we will need to be at our very very best if we're going to find a way of navigating through this tough fixture and, and obviously keeping our, our cup run going. Yeah, because of course the last time Pompey played Harrogate in the FA Cup, they're in non-league, and since then, as you say, they've they've gone up a division and they've adjusted to life in the EFL really well. They have. I remember watching that game on, on BT Sport, and I had to be really patient because if I remember rightly, there was a floodlight failure that meant the game was kicked off later. And my my last memory of that was Ronan Curtis's goal from distance. He got he got a great goal that day. But yeah, I mean, they're a team that've been together a long while. They have a real togetherness and a real spirit, a real fight about them. They run really, really hard for each other. I think they play in a really progressive, positive way, carry lots and lots of goal threat and yeah, a team that we admire a lot and know that, like I said, we're going to have to be at our very, very best version of ourselves if we're going to get on the right side of what will be a tough game. We know that your mentality is always the next game is the most important and if the last round against Harrow is anything to go by, we won't necessarily see a lot of squad rotation for, for Saturday. Well, we'll see very little squad rotation because we haven't got any, any players. So we're really down to bare bones in terms of injuries. Lots going against us off the pitch. But like we've said in recent weeks, we're looking to find the solutions, not the excuses. Yeah, and of course, after six wins on the bounce, the confidence from the, the lads that are out there at the moment, that must be sky high. Well, I think the key is the better you do, the harder you work. So we've had a tough week. Um, we've worked, continued to work on our game and, and the principles that are so important to us, both in possession and out of possession. We were pleased with the outcome last week to have three league games and to pick nine points up it was fantastic, particularly when you consider the, the last two games were away from home and were tough, tough journeys. Um, there's no more difficult place to go than Gillingham. But I think you know we're always looking to improve. And although we were pleased with the outcome on Saturday against Gillingham, I think we could have played with more rhythm and more fluency and we could have maybe executed better, certainly in the final third. So we've been working on that this week and we'll hopefully take that into Saturday's game. 
the pre-match thoughts of head coach Danny Cowley there speaking to Ollie Marsh at the training ground yesterday afternoon. Robbie Fahey and uh, Sam Carter joining me up all the way up until 7 o'clock this evening. Uh, Sam, let's get your thoughts back now before we do head to our second and final ad break of the night. Pompey are taking on Harrogate Town tomorrow afternoon. We'll find out a little bit more about Harrogate and the opposition and all the facts and the figures and the numbers behind them with Mason Jordan in the next part of the show. But we, we talk about how this is a great opportunity for Pompey to make it 10 unbeaten. But in terms of the grand scheme of things, the league is the bread and butter. Of course, it is. we mm. say it every single season. Danny Cowley mentioned there, but he hasn't got a lot of options in terms of rotating the squad mm. due to how light we are in terms of you know injuries. So what kind of side are you expecting to see lined up at Fratton Park tomorrow? Well, obviously, defensive-wise, we're, we're down to the bare bones anyway. Uh, I, I believe Raggett's back this week, isn't he? So that adds, adds a, bit of, a, bit, a bit more strength to the defence. But yeah, we, we are down to the bare bones in certain positions. So I wouldn't be surprised to maybe see Mark Quist given another run out. Um, obviously, Hurst has been the leading man this this last few weeks, and and he's done really well. But it might be a good good opportunity to, to stick John back in there and see see what he can do after his um, spell on the sidelines. And hopefully, he'll be chomping at the bit to get back out there and get a few goals. So, yeah, I, I mean, a bit of rotation where we can. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised to see that. But as 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 it's been spoken about, they're, they're not a side to underestimate. So I don't really think we should be rotating too well. I, I I'm a big a big fan of the FA Cup. I think at the end of the day, the games are played at the weekend, so the league is put aside for it. So we should prioritize, well, not prioritize it, but give it equal footing at least. Yeah. Um, in in terms of the league, so yeah, you know, go for it, but don't risk anyone. If you know what I mean, yeah. don't. If there's some people that aren't fully fit, don't stick them out there. But don't don't equally don't <laughs> rotate too much. Sam, thank you. Robbie, we'll be back with you after the break, my friend. But it is time for our final break of the evening now. And after we come back, I'll be back with Sam and Robbie to preview even further this weekend's FA Cup tie between Pompey and Harrogate Town. We'll also hear from Mason Jordan, who takes a closer look at tomorrow afternoon's opponents at Pier 4. So don't go anywhere and uh, keep it tuned in to 93.7 Express FM for the continuation of the Football Hour. This is the Football Hour, 93.7 Express FM. Welcome back for the final time tonight to the Football Hour here on Express FM, driven to you by Stagecoach Across the South. Download the app now from either the Apple app or Google Play Store, or you can visit stagecoachbus.com for more information on timetables, fares and route updates across Portsmouth and the South Coast and Hampshire as well. Still to come between now and 7 o'clock over the next 20 minutes or so. Myself, Sam and Robbie will be continuing to preview this weekend's FA Cup action, including tomorrow's game at Fratton Park where Pompey play host to Harrogate Town in the round two of the competition. And we still want to hear from you back home tonight, Blues fans. Text your name and message starting with the word express to 81400. Email pompey at expressfm.com. Use at expressfm if you're on Twitter or on Facebook. Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash Pompey Live. This evening, we want to hear all of your pre-match score predictions. What do you think the score will be at Fratton Park tomorrow afternoon? But before we get to any of those, let's hear from Mason Jordan, who takes a closer look at tomorrow's opposition, managed by Simon Weaver. 
This weekend, the Blues are back in FA Cup action, coming in hot to off the back of nine games unbeaten in all competitions. Can they extend that run to ten games and progress into round ten? Pompey Live, this week's opposition. Pompey are this week coming up against the same side they faced in the first round of the competition two years ago, Harrogate Town. Brandon Houndstrup and Ronan Curtis were on the score sheet at Weatherby Road as the Blues came from behind to win 2-1 in a match that was heavily delayed due to a power outage across Harrogate. Danny Cowley will relax in the knowledge that his team are at home this time around. Let's take a closer look into the challenge that lies ahead at Fratton Park. Manager. The Sulphurites are managed by the current longest-serving manager in the English professional game. 43-year-old Simon Weaver, son of Harrogate chairman Irving, has held the post in the dugout at the club since the 21st of May 2009. That's over 12 and a half years ago. Weaver, who featured for the likes of Nuneaton Borough, Lincoln City and Kidderminster Harriers across a 16-year playing career, was initially appointed on a player-manager basis before hanging up his boots for good in 2012 to focus solely on the coaching side of things. Since taking charge, he has transformed Harrogate Town from strugglers in the sixth tier to comfortably occupying a place in the Football League, achieving promotion to League Two for the first time in the club's history on August the 2nd of 2020, when they defeated Notts County 3-1 at Wembley in the National League playoff final. Overall, Weaver has overseen a whopping 594 games, of which 244 have been wins, 139 draws and 211 defeats. That's a win percentage of 41. One to watch. Keep an eye out this weekend for 25-year-old striker Danilo Orsi Dodomo. The six-foot-two forward was born in Camden in 96, but moved to the USA as a youngster representing the Chivas under-19s, Fort Lauderdale Strikers under-23s and the Eastern Florida State College before moving back to the UK to play for East Turrock United. Since then, Orsi Dodomo has run out for Harrogate Town, Hampton and Richmond Borough and Maidenhead United in the non-league system before signing for Harrogate in June of this year. He had attracted an interest from Burton Albion, Bradford City and Colchester United, but decided to make the switch to the team in black and yellow. Top scorer. Harrogate's top scorer in the league this season is forward Luke Armstrong. The 25-year-old has netted nine League Two goals so far since the start of the campaign, last scoring in a 3-1 win at Walsall on the 13th of November. The Durham-born striker, who has already represented teams such as Accrington, Stanley, Salford City and Hartlepool United, came through the youth ranks at both Middlesbrough and Birmingham City and the only sign for Harrogate at the start of this season. Current form. In the last five matches, Harrogate have won twice, drawn once and lost twice, defeating Walsall and Carlisle away from home in the league, losing to Sheffield Wednesday in the EFL Trophy and Salford City in League Two. Most recently, they played out a one-all draw away at Swindon Town last Saturday. Despite losing to Sheffield Wednesday in the trophy, the Sulphurites are still in the competition, having finished second in the group above Mansfield Town and the Newcastle under-21s. In the league, Simon Weaver's side sits seventh and in the playoff places, two points clear of Leighton Orient in eighth and just three points below Exeter City in the automatic promotion places. To reach this stage of the FA Cup, Harrogate came from behind to beat National League outfit Wrexham on home turf back on the 6th of November with Simon Power and our one to watch this week, Danilo Orsita Domo, on target at the Envirovent Stadium. Can Pompey make it through to round three of this year's FA Cup or will they fall short at the second hurdle to League Two opposition? 
all of the unmissable action on Pompey Live. Big thank you to Mason Jordan there for providing us a closer look at tomorrow's opponents, Harrogate Town. Robbie, I find it rather ironic. They've got a player called Simon Power, considering <laughs> what happened last time we played them. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> definitely one of the idiosyncrasies that you meet with these teams in uh, in the FA Cup that, you know, from the lower leagues and things like that and how things can, can shake out. But like, yeah, very interesting look into the background of Harrogate there. Obviously, like was alluded to, they've actually one of the best defensive records, I think, in League Two. So like it, they're going to be hard to break down and you know they're going to sit in. Like I mentioned before, that that four four two. I know from previously having just done a little bit of, of data analysis for some teams, the first thing managers always say when they hear a team goes four four two is, do we have the personnel to play three at the back? And we obviously do. We've done quite well the last couple of games playing. I've actually liked Sean Williams playing that left centre-back slot just with his ability to pass it through the lines. And that could be something that Danny looks to from the outset here to maybe try and break down any kind of a, a sit-in that might take place from Harrogate. So I'd like to see, you know, minimal changes really in the team, maybe stick with three at the back. As we said, maybe give John a run up front and um, give Lee a couple of minutes on, on left wing back if needs be. Apart from that, it's hard to know where we make changes because like we said, we're down to the bare bones and we just need to get through this game now and look ahead to Sheffield Wednesday too. But hopefully we can come out on the right side of it. I'd be, I'd be hopeful that we can though. Uh, as reported by our friend and colleague from Hampshire Live, Jonty Coleman, earlier this week, revealing that Danny Carley revealed to him uh, that centre-back Sean Raggett back in the squad, of course, after missing Pompey's victory over Gillingham last weekend due to suspension. Lee Brown and John Marquis both expected uh, to be back in contention for a place tomorrow afternoon. Sam, it goes without saying, George Hurst in recent weeks has been favoured over John Marquis, and I think that probably would still be the case, even if Marquis had been fit uh, for the last couple of matches. FA Cup game tomorrow, Marquis, you know, undoubtedly still probably the bigger name in terms of on, on paper for Pompey as a striker and his record and, you know, his experience in the Football League. But with George Hurst playing the way he is, didn't get a goal last weekend, but still you know, very much in, in in the game, influencing you know Pompey's win yet again. Is that, like you alluded to earlier, someone you'd like to see rested ahead of Tuesday's game of Sheffield Wednesday and give John Marquis a chance to you know return and recover back from his injury, possibly Lee Brown as well, Sean Raggett coming back from suspension. Is this a chance to get them back into the squad, slowly settle them back into first-team proceedings? Yeah, definitely. Um, you do look at cup fixes, don't you, as an opportunity to give um, fringe players and players getting back to fitness some minutes. Um, obviously, as we've spoken about already, Harrogate have a good defensive record, so that's not going to be any easy easy game for Marquis to come in and get a few goals, so um, let's not maybe expect him to come in and bag a hat-trick, but, you know, you never know, he, he, he could be, he could have his, um, seen his, you know, spell on the bench as um, not deserved, and maybe he's got a point to prove, so that's great, and, and also, as you've said about maybe resting Hurst, um, I think that would be good, because he's he, he came through Sheffield Wednesday, didn't he, so he'll, he'll have something to prove against them uh, at Hillsborough, so yeah, that, that, that might be um, a good one for him to be rested for, but no, I I do think we should we should give Lee Brown and John Marquis some minutes. Um, Lee Brown, we know, has had a really good season. He's really performed very well. So we don't maybe want to rush him in. We want to keep him fit for the league games. But he does need the minutes. It's 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 hard to balance that. But yeah, I, I'd I'd go for I'd go for those two. It's not just the kind of carrot of you know John Marquis returning back to action and hopefully returning back to goal scoring form on offer for the striker uh, this weekend, Robbie, but. 
looking back on social media throughout the week and one Pompey fan, Harvey Marks, tweeted uh, a popular uh, chicken establishment. I'd be lying if I said it wasn't my favourite. Um, asking them to bring down, uh, bring back, sorry, the, the double down burger, which if you haven't had it, it's, it's delicious. Uh, two bits of chicken, a bit of cheese, a bit of bacon in between. Lovely. And uh, KFC actually responded saying maybe if Marquis gets a hat-trick on Saturday. So John Marquis could be responsible for bringing a very popular burger back on the menu for Kentucky Fried Chicken. So that is a lot at stake, not just for Pompey, but for the entire nation this weekend. That is absolutely massive. It's huge. I mean, I love that kind of pressure for John. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, look, all, all like joking aside as well, though, like I, I expect that we'd be putting a lot of balls in the box this mm. weekend. And we all know that John does his best work at the end of the day in between the two pipes. So, like, if we can get plenty of balls into the box and he can try and get his head on a couple of them, like, it's not out of the realms of possibility. But, you know, if I was that particular Pompey fan, I wouldn't be hanging my hat on getting his favourite burger and your favourite <laughs> burger uh, back between his lips anytime soon. Uh, my uncle, Steve Smith, has got in touch on Facebook saying, not too many changes. I hope we should field a strong team and keep our momentum going. Plus, it is the FA Cup. Thank you, Steve, for getting in touch tonight. And, yeah, you know, certainly looking at that third round draw on Monday evening, Sam, and there are a lot of big you know, sides coming into the competition. As we know, every season, you mentioned it earlier, but, you know, for Pompey to potentially get a big team away from home, you're looking at going to maybe Old Trafford, the Emirates, the Etihad, Anfield. You know, to, to have that in a season where Pompey are supposedly transitioning, it might not necessarily be promotion come the end of April this time around, but to get a big away day in the FA Cup... Again, not only kind of the momentum of this unbeaten run continuing, but that's the kind of match, that's the kind of day out that Pompey fans have been you know, waiting for for a long time. We've had some great days out at Wembley, of course, mm. uh, Carrow Road, uh, Loftus Road, QPR, of course, in both the FA Cup and Carabao Cup. But to get one of these big, big teams away from home, I think it's something that Pompey fans have been missing in recent week, uh, recent years, not weeks. Well, yeah, definitely. Every team's going to be begging for the likes of uh, Anfield away, Old Trafford away, stuff like that. So it, it gives you that thing to play for. But like you said there, Carrow Road is, is one of the best memories for many Portsmouth fans few years um if not ever really it's, it's it really is up there with one of the best so any game is once you get into the third round can can be um a real real like special special day out so yeah it gives you it gives the players something to fight for and and they'll be wanting to do that as well obviously at, at this level um some of the players may never play at those grounds so they'll they'll be wanting to do the same as well and so it really does give something to play for yeah uh, Roger and Gosport's going for a 3-1 Pompey victory. Keith on the emails is going for a 2-0 Pompey win tomorrow. And uh, yeah, that's about it in terms of uh, social media reaction at the moment. Do keep getting in touch over the next uh, five minutes or so. And, uh, and yeah, taking a look at some of the stats this season, Robbie, Pompey, the first club um, for league victories in a row this season in League One. So certainly the informed team in the division over the last six matches, but the first side in the league this season to record four back-to-back victories, which goes a long way in kind of determining how far this side's come over the last couple of matches. The FA Cup and the trophy games, which in themselves have been brilliant. You know, the, the league is our bread and butter, and, and to kick on in this and hopefully use the FA Cup game as a kind of pedestal to keep that going, keep that momentum going, it's the kind of advantage that Danny Cowley will be looking for. 
Exactly. I think the, the most impressive part of this run for me has been the solidity we've shown defensively, even though we've had to chop and change a little bit and use different formations and different personnel. Like, what have we had? Three clean sheets in the last four. And I think we had one against Bolton as well, uh, going back to October. So Danny will be delighted with that. And again, like we said at the start of the programme, it just gives the, the feeling of a team that's gelling, a team that's had a bit of a turnover in the last couple of seasons, a, a new play style introduced, being asked to do different bits and pieces, whether you're a centre-back being asked to play more positively, a winger that's asked to be do more in terms of coming backwards. There's a lot of stuff that's changed in Fratton Park over the last 18 months, 24 months, and it may just be that now it's finally clicking with a lot of them. And hopefully, like we are saying, with one or two additions that might come through the window, loans, there's been a few names bandied about with this week over the coming months we'll be able to kick on and continue strongly in the coming months because the next two months really are going to figure out where we're going to end up in the shakeout at the end of the League One season. Robbie, thank you very much. I'm afraid we are just about running out of time now. Sam, I'm going to have to push you for a score prediction, my friend. What are you going, what are you going for? Pompey at home to Harrogate Town tomorrow. FA Cup second round. Can they go 10 games unbeaten? Yeah, will I, they make it six wins in a row? I think we will. I think, I think we'll have a tight, <laughs> tight little 1-0 win. 1-0 win. And uh, it would be seven wins in a row. Sorry, I just can't can't keep count of these wins. Uh, Robbie, uh, what are you going for, my friend, tomorrow? Pompey, Harrogate Town. Will it be another victory? I have to go for another victory. I'm going to go 2-0 to Pompey. 2-0 to Pompey, which is the exact same scoreline as I'm going with as well. Uh, Sam Carter, thank you ever so much for joining me live in the studio this evening. Pleasure to have you back on the show, as always, my friend. Thanks, Jake. And I'm sure we'll hear from you again soon. You've got a long journey tomorrow. Yes. Go home, rest up, prepare for that. Thank you very much, Jake. <laughs> and uh, thank you to Robbie Fahi calling in from Ireland this evening. Robbie, it has been an absolute pleasure to meet you over the airways this evening. Thank you ever so much for taking the time out of your evening to join us. Not at all. Pleasure, lads. Pleasure, lads. Hope to do it again. And we will hear from both of those, I'm sure, very, very soon. Well, that may be it from the three of us this evening here on the Football Hour. But the football does not stop this weekend. Pompey are back in action tomorrow afternoon. The FA Cup returns and is the second round of the competition. Blues are at home to Harrogate Town with the uh, carrot of seven consecutive victories in all competitions looming above them and possibly ten undefeated. You can join myself, Robbie James and Rosie McDonnell live from Fratton Park from two o'clock. Everything we do is passionately Pompey. Pompey lies. Six wins in a row and nine unbeaten for Pompey. Jack Tucker's own goal in the 93rd minute at Priestfield gave the Blues a 1-0 victory away from home. Next up, the visit of Harrogate Town to Fratton Park in the FA Cup second round. Do join us for all of your unmissable action this Saturday from 2. Pompey Live on Express FM with Aqua Cars. We look forward to welcoming you to the brand new setup here on Pompey Live. Myself, Robbie James and Rosie McDonough will be live from PO4 from 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon to welcome you here to Express FM for all of the pre-match build-up, half-time analysis and post-match reaction as Pompey look to make it seven victories in a row and progression to the third round of this year's FA Cup. Thank you once again to Sam Carter and Robbie Fahi for joining me on this evening's Football Hour. Thank you to Stagecoach Prosper South for supporting another season of the show. And thank you, of course, to you back home for listening in and getting involved on the text, tweets and emails. After the news at 7, we've got nothing but non-stop express floor fillers right the way through to the early hours of tomorrow morning. Ian McGuinness is back from 8 o'clock tomorrow morning with uh, weather, travel, sport 
4 from 40 from December 1989, a festive random top 5, a movies update with John Brown, TV and radio picks, and it is, of course, day 4 of the Advent giveaway. Plenty coming up on Ian's show tomorrow morning. Liddy Park is back between 11 and 2 with your guilty pleasures, a tiny quiz about the week's news, and, of course, just great songs all weekend long. And then, of course, 2pm through till 6, full coverage of Pompey versus Harrogate Town in the FA Cup second round with myself, Robbie and Rosie from Fratton Park. Until then, Pompey fans, have yourself a fantastic evening. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and play up Pompey. Stay safe and good night.